0: Hello, and welcome to the Garden Church Podcast. We've been waiting for you. We pray this message inspires, encourages, and blesses you. Thanks for listening. How is everyone this morning? Happy New Year. It's the 15th of January. Is it too late to say Happy New Year? This is my last one. I'm not saying it again after now. Happy New Year, everyone. So from now on, if I see you, I'm just going to say, G'day, how are you going? or Something like that. Are you well this morning, church? Yeah. I, uh, my name's Sam. It's, uh, it's my honour to be bringing the word this morning. If you don't know me, my wife, and uh, my wife Taya, and I, and our couple of kids, 2.5 kids, we've got one on the way. And... Um, we, I, I sort of run the men's ministry here at Garden and we've been hanging around for a few years now, so, uh, but yeah, we call this place home and I and, uh, hope this morning you feel at home. Um, Pastor Jono and Amy are on holidays at the moment, they're getting wound up for a massive year, 2023 for Garden Church, so they send their love, I know that they're on holidays but they are still praying for you, they're still thinking for you, they love you. And um, I'm sure that John O is jumping out of his skin to get back up here and uh, preach the word over the next few weeks. So um, it's so good. We've been going through a series since the start of the year, "Strength for the Journey." Who's been? Who's caught some of this series, or either in church or in a podcast over the last couple of weeks? It's been so good. Pastor John O started us off the first of the first, talking about Joshua 1:9, "Be strong and courageous." That's our, our main thing for this this. Uh, this series, Strength for the Journey to be Strong and Courageous. You know, Joshua 1.9, that God wants us to be strong and courageous this year, amen. Amen. If he didn't have a journey for us, if he didn't have something for us this year, he wouldn't have told Joshua to be strong and courageous. He would have been like, hey, you know how I gave you the plans for the tabernacle, I got another one, it's called a hammock. So what you do is you put it between true, you get your favourite scroll and you rest. But no, we need to be strong and courageous. God has something for us this year. Last week, Pastor Victoria spoke out of Isaiah 40, walking with the Lord, that waiting on the Lord, that not just in the the soaring or in the running, but the daily walking with the Lord was a powerful message, Pastor Victoria, last week. And this week, I want to touch on a bloke in the Bible. He's really easy to find because he's got his own book, all right, in the Old Testament named Nehemiah. And if you're familiar with the story of Nehemiah, it goes like this. I'll do a quick recap, but... You can read the full thing you know, at home. That can be homework number one. But Nehemiah, uh, it was at a time when the Israelites had been exiled. They were sort of scattered around all these other nations here, there, and everywhere. And Nehemiah was a cupbearer for a king of a distant you know, a foreign land. And news reached him that Israel, that Jerusalem, the city of, in Israel, had been torn down, that the walls were broken, that they were in rubble, and that the city gates had been Um, taken off their hinges and burned and the whole city was in in just a state of disrepair and Nehemiah heard this and it moved his heart because he loved his home he loved he loved the nation of Israel he loved the the Jewish people and so he went to his king and the king looked at him and said mate you've never been sad in my presence you're my cupbearer I see you every day what's wrong and he said you know this is the story my 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 city and my ancestors is in rubble and ruin and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and the king said, go and get it sorted. I'll give you, you know, I'll give you money. I'll give you uh, timber from the king's forest and all that kind of stuff. So he goes back to to uh, Jerusalem and, and he begins the work of building the walls. You can see where I'm going with this. He began his journey, right? He began his journey for... And so he had to deal with all this different stuff, politics of different leaders, and they were doing the wrong thing with the people that they were looking after. And he had to deal with them. Then he had like all the surrounding nations that were not so keen on Jerusalem rebuilding their walls. So he had to deal with like, you know, them trying to draw him out so they could attack him and all this kind of stuff. He paid for all this stuff out of his own pocket so that he wouldn't put more of a weight on the people while they were rebuilding. Um, you know the, the, It says in Nehemiah that they were building the walls with their task in one hand, whether they were laying bricks or whatever they were doing, and a sword in the other because they were not only doing what God had for them, but they were ready to fight the enemy at any notice. And um, in 52 days, the uh, Nehemiah and the people of Jerusalem rebuilt the walls. In 52 days, like, incredible. And after that, they got the prophet Ezra to come and read the, the book of the law at the time, and, and they were having this big festival. And all of a sudden, all the, Isra- the people of Israel started to weep. And they started to mourn because, you know, they were being convicted by the book of the law. But Nehemiah said this in uh, uh, chapter 8, verse 10, and this is our, our key scripture for this morning. He said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so what Nehemiah was saying is that despite everything else, despite all the stuff that's been going on, The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord can be our strength for our journey in 2023, right? I was going to go with the title of my message was going to be joy for the journey, but the the whole thing is strength for the journey. So I thought it was too close. So I thought I'd go back to my Sunday school days for the title of my message this morning. Who went to Sunday school in the 90s? Anyone? Or even earlier, probably earlier. Who remembers this one? I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Yes, thank you. I was hoping you guys would get into that. <laughs> Pastor Caleb actually requested I sing that. It's one of his favourites. Is it still on your playlist? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this, this week, our message is I've got the joy. Turn to the person next to you and say, I've got the joy. So we're going to spend a few minutes unpacking The joy of the Lord this morning. Is that cool? Because it's one of those things as a Christian, if you've been around church for a little while, it's almost like a Christianism, isn't it? Like, oh, it's the joy of the Lord. It's like, that's cool. What does that mean? (laughs) All right? The joy of the Lord. What is the joy of the Lord, first of all? I love this scripture in 1 Peter, where Peter is talking about Jesus. And he says this, chapter 1, 8 and 9, he says... Though you have not seen him, we're talking about Jesus, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. The joy of the Lord is an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So the joy of the Lord is a joy not that we get from circumstance like Pastor Caleb was talking about, not that we get from the good times or the okay times or from anything from the, that the world can give us, but the joy of the Lord is tied to the condition of our souls. That when we're saved, we're born again, we enter into God's kingdom, that the joy of the Lord is an expressible, glorious joy that we receive with our salvation. Amen? It's, it's a steady... And it's as unchanging as the grace and mercy Christ secured for us on the cross. It doesn't change. It doesn't move. The joy of the Lord is steady. It's our certainty that come what may, we are redeemed. That our eternity is sorted. That the battle is won. This is the kind of joy that can give you strength for your journey this year in 2023. Amen. So I've got two things about joy. I'm not as smart as Pastor John and Pastor Victoria. They had three things last week. I only have two, and I'm sure Pastor Caleb next week, he's an overachiever, he'll have four things, all right? But this week, two things, okay? It's easier to remember. People always say my, my preaching's really simple, and I'm like, is that a compliment? or like a? <laughs> I'm a simple guy. Anyway, two things. The first thing, more Jesus, more joy. In 2023, I believe more Jesus, more joy. Uh, this time last year, you may or may not remember, we actually did a, our start of the year serv- uh, series was um, Fresh and Fruitful, and we spoke about John 15. And um, I was reminded of John 15 getting ready for, for this message because Jesus actually tells us that, how to have more joy. Do you want to read it with me? He says this in uh, John 15, 9 to 11. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. Everyone say remain. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I love what it says in the message version in verse 11. It says... I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy, that your joy would be wholly mature. Jesus has a wealth of joy for us in his presence. All he asks is that we remain in him, that we draw close to him. John 15, you know, speaks about how he is the vine and we are the branches, that we need to remain connected to Christ. And this year, I believe that as we do our journey through the highs and lows, that It's our connection to Christ, our closeness to Christ that will give us joy for what we're trying to do through the year. Amen? He wants his joy to be our joy. I love what Pastor Victoria said last week, that it's a daily walking. You know, that we're going to have times when we're soaring with Jesus. We're going to have times when we're running. But that there's also times when we're just walking. And that that daily walking with Jesus, that closeness with Jesus, chasing after him and what he has for us will bring us joy. Amen? Amen. Here's the second thing. We need to hold on to joy. Because John 10.10 tells us there is a thief that would like to come and steal, that would like to come and rob and destroy what God is building in our lives. This year... We need to be holding on to our joy. You've gone quiet. Is everyone okay? Yeah? There's an enemy, just like Nehemiah, when he was building the walls, that there was, there was an enemy that was opposing the work that God had for him to do. And so while they were doing their job that God had set before them, they were doing the task that God had for them, they were also ready to fight for their for their for um, all the things that, they held dear their families, their homes, their lives. And it's the same with us this year, that as we go through our year on the journey God has for us, because he has a journey for each and every one of us this year, that we're not just going to be walking in what he has for us, we're also going to be fighting for what he has for us. Um, we can actually choose joy. And, you know, Galatians 5, the fruits of the Spirit, you know, you learn it in, in Sunday school, um, we, we, we think about the fruits of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, right? We, we practice self-control, don't we? We're like, I'm not going to have that third Mars bar, all right? <laughs> like, oh, look, maybe I'll just have a diet coat with my large Big Mac meal, right? <laughs> we practice self-control, okay? <laughs> I don't need the extra sugar. Um, <laughs> we practice love, right? We choose love. Because who, any of you who are married know that... Love is not just like an I do on your wedding day. It's like, oh, good, we're in love forever. But we continue to choose love every day, right? And like the other fruits of the Spirit, we can actually choose joy. That we can choose to walk in joy or we can choose not to. James 1, 2 to 3 says this. And the first word is really the clincher for me. Consider. Consider it pure joy. Not it will be pure joy or it might be pure joy or... But we need to consider it pure joy when we face trials of any kind or of many kinds because we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance. You could say you could replace consider it with contemplate. Contemplate joy when you, when you come across hard times because we have a choice whether or not we... Want to walk in joy with Jesus or not? Even Jesus on the cross. In Hebrews 12, Jesus on the cross chose joy. It says this, um, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the what? The joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Disregarding its shame, now he is seated in the place of honour. Beside God's throne. Even Jesus had to choose joy. Even Jesus, despite, you know, I think we can all agree, probably the worst thing that anyone has ever had to go through in the history of humanity. Jesus on the cross, where he took the sin and the shame of every person that has ever lived, that is living and ever will live, and he carried that so that we could walk freely. That was his joy, so that we could be in relationship with God. And I think that we walk through hard times, and I wanted to be real, really real this morning with you for a few minutes, if that's okay, and share probably my hardest time, and hopefully that encourages you today, but um, today, the 15th of January, is, would be my dad's birthday. But my dad passed away a few years ago in 2016, so could be a pretty tough day, right? Um, Could be a sad day, and it is a sad day in some respects, but we also have joy because he didn't just pass away into eternal nothing, he passed away into eternity with Christ. And so, while we miss, while I miss my dad, while my family misses dad, we also know that this morning he's in heaven and he is surrounded by a great host of witnesses praising Jesus in the fullness of his glory. And then after that, they're going to have vanilla slices and apple turnovers because there's no diabetes in heaven. Amen. And so we can choose joy, right? It's not it's not a good time to lose your dad, right? It's not a good time to lose anything. But through the middle of the lows, the middle of the highs, we can choose joy. Amen. God has strength for you this year. We need to choose joy. We need to choose Jesus because as we remain in him, as we remain close to him and we continue to choose him, me, continue to choose him, he will bring joy into our lives that is beyond comparison with what anything else that the world can give us because we know that what the world gives us, it can also take away in an instant. But that which comes with our, that comes with Christ is eternal. I was thinking about When Jesus was on the cross and we read there's a verse in Romans that says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in us. If you've been around church, you might have heard that that, the same power, the Holy Spirit power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in us. But also the same joy that sustained Jesus on the cross is available to us this morning. So this is what I want to do. I want to respond if the musos can come. I want to respond in a few different ways this morning. First of all, if, if you're new to church or if, you, if you've only been coming to church for a short while and you sort of don't have much of an idea about Jesus at all, this morning I just want to say that he is the best decision you will ever make. That there is a God that loves you, that cares for you, cares about every single thing in your life. The Bible says he knows the number of hairs on your head, that there's a book that he writes in the thoughts he has about you, and that this morning he loves you. And if you're listening to me this morning, you've been standing in worship, experiencing the presence of God, and you think, I want that for my life. I want that for my family, for for my journey this year in 2023. The, The best news ever is that Jesus has done everything we will ever need to do to step into a full relationship with him. All we need to do is accept it. He he came to earth, Jesus, as a baby. We just had Christmas a few weeks ago. He walked the earth as a perfect man, perfect, faultless and blameless. And then he died a death he didn't deserve on a cross that was meant for us so that we might know the freedom of living without sin washed and perfect and blameless before God because of what Jesus did for us. And then three days later, church, he rose from the dead, rising up and giving us new life. So that not only are we forgiven, not only are we perfect in God's eyes, but we also have new life in Jesus. So this morning, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed for a few minutes, I want to just make an opportunity for people in here today that have never accepted Jesus' free gift of salvation to do so because I know it is the best decision you can make to start your 2023 and the rest of your life. So I, while every head is bowed this morning, would encourage you, I'm going to count to three and on three, I want you to shoot up your hand and I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to believe the life-giving power of Jesus is going to flood into your heart, that you're going to receive forgiveness. You're going to be made like new. So on the count of three this morning, one, He loves you so much. Two, He died for you. Three, this morning, why don't you shoot up your hand? Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to wait a few more minutes. If that's you this morning, give me a wave so I can pray for you. Lord God, I thank you for every heart in this room. Lord God, I thank you that you died for us. You set us apart this morning so that we could have joy that knows no bounds. That we can have joy in your spirit, Lord God, this morning. So I pray for every heart today, Lord, that you would just work in them. Lord God, that you would work through them this year in mighty and powerful ways. Church, why don't you stand to your feet? In just a moment, we're going to respond. We're going to open up the altar as we've been doing all of January this year. We're going to worship. And I just want to encourage you two things this morning as we, as we go into worship. I want to pray for a renewed joy this morning. Psalm fifty-one, twelve says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. If that's you this morning, if you've, maybe you took some knocks in 2022, maybe you feel like you're limping into 2023, if that's you and you've had a relationship with Jesus and you feel like it's gone a bit cold, this morning he wants to renew the joy of your salvation. So I want to open up that altar for you this morning to come and receive a fresh joy, a fresh touch of His presence. And if maybe you're here this morning and you just want to walk into 2023 with the joy that God has for you, knowing that it will give you strength for your journey, I'm gonna once again, I want you to come down the front and really press in. Why don't you start to move out of your seats now? If that's you this morning, we're going to respond this morning to God and believe that He will do mighty works in us as we worship because I believe He has. A spring of joy for you this morning, church. He has great things for you this morning as we respond. So why don't you come on down the front. Come and feel this front altar area. We're going we're gonna to worship Jesus together. Thank you, God. Press it. That's it. All the way down the front. Thank you. God. Garden is a life-giving church with a passionate commitment to help people grow in a loving relationship with Jesus. To gather in a faith filled community and to go and make a difference in our world. Find out more at gardenchurch.com. That's G A R D N Church.com. Or on Instagram and Facebook at gardenchurch. That's G A R D N Church.